You're now tuning in to our Growpoint Dumaguete podcast, where it's all about relationships. We exist to glorify God by making disciples in the spirit of love. You are currently listening to our series entitled Living for the Lord. Good morning, everybody, and blessed New Year. Dili lang New Year, no? Mingan tanga, blessed 2020. Kanang tibuok jod nga tuig sa... Sao naman na pagbinisaya na ha? 2020. Isura ng bisaya, no? Now, this morning, we will begin a series. We will still have a break sa ato ang mark na series. And we have a new series for the whole month of January. I've entitled this series, Living for the Lord. And what I will be sharing to you for the whole month of January are basic truths that I've learned when I was a very young Christian. You see, when I look back, katong college pa ko, when I got saved in 2002, those were the years wherein the Lord God, the Holy Spirit, was actually breathing revival in our campuses here in Dumaguete and around the Visayas. Of course, under the leadership of evangelist Michael Reddick, you've heard him preach. And then the late Ati Joy Pinero, the national director of that time for Student Movement for Christ, we did not realize we were in the midst of a revival where the Holy Spirit was really working. And I thought when I got saved that for a student like me, who obviously live a sinful life, um, could get saved left and right. And radical changes were taking place. Lives were being transformed. Our families were being reached out with the gospel. In fact, my own family got saved just a few weeks after I got saved. And a church in Tanhai City was born out of that by the grace of God. So I thought that was the normal thing. And after Kuna Save, we were exposed to these teachings by Mike Reddick. And these basic truths actually laid a very good foundation for our Christian lives. I want to begin teaching you this year, 2020, with those simple truths. I only have four Sundays with this. And I hope this will be a beneficial and fruitful time together of studying into God's Word. We'll be looking at topics um, related to the spiritual life for the whole month of January 2020. And I want to begin with this message that I've entitled, Live on Three Levels. Now, we live in one of these levels. And I hope that today, this message will help you find where you are spiritually, where you are in relationship to Jesus Christ, where you are in relationship to the Father and to the Holy Spirit. And we'll take a text, a simple text, a short text from 1 Corinthians, the letter of Paul, Chapter 2, verse 14 to chapter 3, verse 4. It's a very short passage where Paul was dealing with the problems in the church in Corinth because he heard from a believer about the problems that were going on in that church. This church was located, of course, in Corinth, which, is, which was a very rich uh, city at that time. It was a city uh, bustling and growing and it was the business center of the day. But it was also a place where there was a lot of pagan worship. And money mga osasa mga gidil ni Paul sa mga believers dito sa Corinth. But in this letter, particularly, there were some problems that existed within this church. And he heard from a believer about these problems, and then later on, he received an actual letter 
containing questions that needed to be answered by the Apostle Paul. Now, part of the reason why they had problems, atong tanawan karong buntaga. And I believe that the problems that they were struggling with in that day are similar problems we're struggling with in our church today. Not just in our church, but the church of Jesus Christ at large in the 21st century. Now, let me begin by introducing to you, if you've never read about them, some of the heroes of the faith, the modern heroes of the faith. I'm not talking about Abraham, I'm not talking about Moses, I'm not talking about David. We'll talk about some modern heroes of the faith. Have you ever heard of the name Hudson Taylor? If you've never heard of this name, information is available in the internet, research about him. He's one of the heroes of the faith. He was one who by faith and with no promised financial support, he went to China, inland China, and encouraged a thousand others to do the same. He became a missionary to China. In fact, a young church karon is still existing in, in inland China with thousands and thousands of believers going there. Now, kadungog mo sa ngalan nga D.L. Moody, Dwight L. Moody. Again, this man, not very highly educated. You know, if you read some of the biographies, King Tawanado is not very good. Uh, he, does, he did not possess a good speaking ability. He stammered. He had a squeaky voice. Okay? maayo. But this man with a heart for the kids and with a heart for the souls of men won over a million souls to the Lord personally. Now, remember this. In their time, wala pa'y dili pa ingana kamaayo ang transportation, dili pa ingana kamaayo ang mga sound system. But this man witnessed to over one million people. Wow. And when we heard about not only D.L. Moody, but what about Gladys Alward? Putot kining bayhanan eh. As in, she was a chambermaid. And although she was small in stature, she was rejected by men, by the society, with absolutely nothing but the promises of God. She left England to serve God in China. And if you've read about Christianity in China, it wasn't easy. It's still not easy until today. They are under great persecution. They are great under pressure from the government. Okay? A lot of them are worshipping underground. Okay? But she went there. And kumulanta mas mga pictures niya. Weird kani siya tiil. Ayaw matudlo kay gatapot. Okay? So, makikin ka special siya gamay. But she, by faith, with no financial support, she went to China and became missionary. And God used her mightily. We hear the courage of John and Betty Stam who gave their life for the cross. The absolute surrender of Borden of Yale who gave up and gave away millions of dollars to serve the Lord. The boldness of Jim Elliot. Kadungog mong Jim Elliot? Kay usan ni siya sa lima man siguro na sa kabuok or pito ka mga batanon nga lalaki nga niadto sila uh, sa isa ka savage kaayo nga mga tao, cannibals ni sila. And they were actually murdered. Gibangkaw sila, bitaw? Okay? Uh, gipatay ni sila. So, sa ilahang pag-ato, wala na sila na save. But afterwards, na ni follow up sa, after sila gipang martyr, na ni follow up dito, and then nangaluwas, aga to mismong nang, na, nagpatay nila, nangaluwas to, and then some of them were baptized by their own relatives of those who have been murdered. Amazing. Amazing story. What about the patience of James O. Frazier, 
Nga wag yun na kita convert after seven years pa. Siya nakita og usa ang pinakauna ganiyang uh, convert nga ni Dawat ni Jesus as His Lord and Savior. Seven years siyang nag-missionary. Wag yun siya kita convert. And we hear of the testimony. And then, magpaminautan nila mga stories. Mga tanga, murag lahi sila level. Mingon na tanga, lahi kayo sila. Ngalong ingana ka strong ang ilang commitment ni Jesus Christ o sa gospel. Ngalong ingana sila ka dedicated. Ngalong ingana sila ka all out sa ilahang pagpangalagad sa ginoo. But you realize that that is God's will for all of us believers. That we should be absolutely surrendered to His will. That we should be dedicated for the cross, for the cause of the cross. For the gospel to be spread, to be preached to all the world. Mauna ang kamabuton si Gino para sa tuwa. These men and women, dili ni sila elite nga Christians. They were ordinary men and women like you and me. Pero naasilay na nakitan. Naasilay nakaplagan. Naasilay na-realize. Naasilay na-catch nga truth nga ilahang gihuptan. They had a relationship with God and in their walk and relationship with the Lord, one day God got a hold of their heart and they surrendered fully to His will for their lives. And that's why God used them mightily. I am not in no way proposing that every one of us become a missionary to the jungles around the world. Okay? That's not my point. My point is this. God has a plan for each one of us. He has a beautiful plan. He has a reason why He gave you your life. He has a reason why you are here in this city. And if you just look around us, and if you're sensitive to the leading of the Holy Spirit, you'll know that. I hope nga nakakadini karumbuntaga, makaingon bito ka, I know where I came from. I know where I'm going. I know why I am here. I know my purpose. I know God's will for my life. I know what I'm supposed to do with the years that God has given me, with the talents and the abilities and the opportunities that God has allowed me to have. I know why I exist. I hope you know that. If you don't know, I hope that in the next few weeks, the Lord will reveal that to you. Have an open heart. Have an open mind. Seek that with all your heart. God will show it to you. And as we look around us, Obvious juga yung anajikalainan ng kinabuhi o ang character sa mga kristohanon. Even sa atong church. If you look around our church, if you look around the Christian community, there is a difference in character and quality of the daily life of the Christians. Some Christians live joyful, radiant lives. The glory of the Lord seems to permeate their being. Napuyuban, they look as if they spend their life ng marabitawag purura, suka o kalamansi ang ilang ginom ng kulimaka Okay? I call them the red lady face ng mga Christians. Kapag naman red lady papaya? Kanang red lady papaya kay dago kayo na siya pero taas kayo ng kapaya siya pula kayo. Na yung mga Kristuhanong nga sigirang kapamulan ng naong murag sigirang isapot, sigirang kakulusbot, sigirang kapulima, murag sigirang kapasan o sa kabakid ng invisible rice. There seems to be an invisible load sa ilang shoulder nga. Murag sigirang hugno kayo ba? Kamusta mga kapatid? Okay na kayo. Basta. Kamusta mga sister? Mahoragyapon. Napaita. Mahoragyapon. Tato pa, kung unsa kagapon, mahoragyapon. Uy, kausaban yun. Okay? Mahoragyapon. Struggle ragyapon. 
Napoyuban nga Christians consistent, growing, daily victorious over the devil, the flesh, and the world, and sin. But there are Christians who are constantly struggling with sin. Constantly, kung maminaw kanila, mangumusta bitaw kanila, and if they're open with you, and if they're transparent sa imuwa, ang mugawas gud sa ilahang baba, ang hagikang yun silang kasing-kasing, puro problema. Italigi kayo, Pastor. Bisag dili problema, himuog problema. Murag nahimo ng attitude ba, bugat permi ang ilang kasing-kasing. Kaya nasabi, makonvicta, magunana ba? Nga kita, unta'y pinakamalipahin ng mga tao sa tibu kalibutan. Kaya kano man, maskig unsapay sitwasyon na to, maskig unsapay atong gatubang, kung mga matay na manggalit ang tanan, padung mo na taglangit, naamantay ginoo. Nga nung kita may siging gamudok, siging gaproblema, siging bugat ang ang abaga. Kita, unta'y pinakamalipahin ng mga tao. We should be the most joyful people in the world because we have a relationship with God. We know where we're going because God has saved us through His Son, Jesus Christ, by His grace and mercy. Kita mo na ay promises gagihatag sa kinuha sa atua. Instead, others okay, are living in defeat. Instead of victory, there is failure. Instead of being victorious over sin, sin is victorious over them. Some are stagnant in their growth, while others are superabounding in growth. Some live in the grip of selfishness, giving little of what they have to the work of the Lord, while others are sacrificially giving much of what they have to prosper the work of the Lord. Some are fearless. They can put their reputation on the line to witness to somebody, while others are fearful and will not witness whatsoever. Mayuban, mas importante sa ilahang, ilahang reputation kaysa sa salvation sa mga tao nga wapan na kailan ni Jesus as their Savior. So the will of God becomes less important for para sa ilaha Ang importante, ako. Unsi pang lantaw sa tao sa ako. It is obvious that men and women live their lives on different spiritual levels. Makita na to na. Not everyone lives on the same level. Ogang diperinsya lang, kalainan lang. What separates others from other Christians from other Christians, and that which takes man from one level and one spiritual level to the other, is their willingness to receive, to understand, and to respond to spiritual truth. Maogyud ni ang kalainan ra. Unsa ka ka responsive? Unsa ka ka receptive? Okay. How well you understand God's word and receive it and apply it and respond to it by faith makes all the difference. The word of God, ingon pa, ang isa ka writer, is the touchstone and the reaction of a man to its truths automatically places him in one of the three spiritual levels. In our passage today, under the guidance of the Holy Spirit, si Paul, okay, divides the whole human race up into one of the three categories. Every one of us will find ourselves in one of these spiritual levels. The first one is called the natural level, the natural man. Nasa 1 Corinthians chapter 2, verse 14. There is the spiritual man in chapter 2, 15 to verse 16. And there is the carnal man Chapter 3, verse 1 to verse 4. And there are two spiritual 
two great spiritual changes that can take place sa ito ang human experience. Ang change from a natural man to become a spiritual man, a saved man. And a change from a carnal man to a spiritual man. We will describe and define these three spiritual levels today. The natural man becomes a saved man when he is rightly related to Christ. Kaning natural man, this is the unsaved man. We'll know that later on. Okay? And mahimo ni siyang a saved man if na right relationship with Jesus Christ. And the carnal man becomes a spiritual man when he is rightly related to the Holy Spirit. The natural man is saved when he understands, when he receives, and when he responds to spiritual truth. And then when he places his dependence or trust or belief in Jesus Christ to save him from sin and hell. So ang natural man, dili na siya luwas. Mahimo na siyang spiritual man kung maluwas siya. Mabuhi ang iyang espiritu. Kung siya nakasabot, kung iyang dawaton, iyang tuhuan si Kristo, ngayahang manuluwas, gikan sa natural level, move siya into the spiritual level. The carnal man becomes a spiritual man when he is rightly related to the Holy Spirit. When he receives, he understands, and he responds to spiritual truth, and then places his dependence on the Holy Spirit to enable him to live a victorious Christian life. Now, Listen to this. It is possible to be saved and from that moment to be so surrendered to God, to the Holy Spirit who lives inside of you, that you, you live a spiritual, you live on that spiritual man level. So, possibly kayo nga, even though bago pa ka nga believer, dito na dahil kag maginabuhi sa spiritual man nga level. Di nakakinalam mo agi o carnal man nga level ha? It is also very possible nga save ka unya instead nga you would live on the spiritual man level from the natural to the spiritual you live a carnal life. We'll understand more of that later. To live on a spiritual level is God's ideal for every one of us. So everyone lives on one of these three planes. The question for us this morning is on which level are you living on today? Asa kadapit. I hope that the light of God's word will enlighten our minds and our hearts today. So let's talk about the natural man. The first level is the natural man. The natural man is the unsaved, unregenerated man. He has not been born again, so he is void of the Holy Spirit of God inside of him. Wala siya'y balang espiritu nga nagpuyo siyang kagalingan. And there are two primary characteristics of a natural man. Now, it is very possible that you come to church every Sunday as a natural man. Because coming to church does not make you a saved person. Kuhan ninyo na, maskig ikapila na mo ka beses nagsimba, maskig kada domingo pa mo gasimba, maskig pila pa ka Bible studies iyong giapilan. Dili na mo'y paagi nga maluwas ka. Dili na mo'y paagi nga mahimo kang tinudanay nga biblical Christian. Okay? Christian siguro kasi mga nauna, Christian kasi mo ang birth certificate, but Christian baka sa record sa langit in the Lamb's Book of Life? That's the question. And the biblical Christian is, one of its characteristics is, unsaman, naadyog kay Holy Spirit nagpuyo sa imong, sulot sa imong kagalingon. 
You become the temple of the Holy Spirit because you have repented from your sins. You have made that choice to turn away from your sinful lifestyle, from your sins, and to trust in Jesus Christ alone as your Savior. Because salvation is by grace through faith alone in Jesus Christ alone. So it is very possible for, for a person to come to church every Sunday and yet not be saved. Because it's not the way to salvation. It's not the way to be forgiven of all of your sins and have eternal life. So, tanawa na tong natural man and tanawa if ingani baka. Okay ra? Now, this is not to... Ang purpose ra ni so that we will know where we are. The purpose is for us to be to receive help from God Himself through His Word and find out if you belong to one of these. If you if asa manggaling ka ni, ang purpose ana is so that tabangan ka nga mumuwab ka to the spiritual level, which is God's will for every one of us. Natural man. First characteristic. Let's read chapter two, verse fourteen of First Corinthians. Ningon si Paul. But a natural man does not receive the things of the Spirit of God, for they are foolishness to him. Neither can he know them because they are spiritually discerned. There are two main characteristics of a natural man found in this verse. Number one, the natural man does not appreciate spiritual things. Ningon ng Bible, ang mga spiritual things or the things of the Spirit of God are foolishness to him. Now, is that how you look at the Word of God? Is that your attitude towards the things of God? Going to church, reading the Bible, praying every day, going out witnessing. How, how do you respond? What is your initial reaction when you hear about these things? If you're saying, ah, that's a waste of time, that might be a good indication that you are living on a natural man level that you don't have a relationship with God. Because the Bible says the, spirit, the natural man looks at the things of the Spirit of God as foolish. In other words, spiritual things are meaningless to him. He has no appetite. He has no appreciation for spiritual things. Right? So, there were times nga akong dadon akong asawa, kung maglaag ni sa mall, ako siyang dadon sa sports section. And, mulanta ko dito tennis racket, mulanta ko tennis shoes, mulanta ko tennis overgrips, okay? Tennis strings, and she would be like, unsa na? Oy, nindat o color, you know, bright o color, and paraasa na siya, but she cannot appreciate it. Okay? Wala siya ability to appreciate those things, kaya di siya makarelate. Ingana ng natural man. Okay? You may understand the words of the Bible, but you don't get to appreciate the Bible. What appreciation sa iyang meaning, sa iyang message, di ka makarelate. Okay? Feeling limo murag, these are, you know, they, they mean nothing to you. The same is true sa natural man. Wala siya appetite for and no appreciation of spiritual things. To ask him to get up early and come to church on Sunday rather than sleeping in and relaxing at home, para sa yaha, that's a no-brainer. Of course, I want to stay at home. I want to watch TV. Okay? Kung papilion siya ni mo ba? Unsa iyang ganan? 
to ask him to come to a prayer meeting rather than to go see a movie, that's a no-brainer for him. Let's go see the movie. Okay? Prayer meetings, nah. I can pray everywhere I want. He has no desire to go to church. No desire to read the Bible. No desire to live a holy life. To give off of his hours nga, you know, mga lagad din sa church, to give a portion of his salary to advance God's kingdom. His taste is in a different direction from those of nga mga saved na mga Christians naging tinood. Ayaw ba, no? Money lang kay lag motibo. Nabito ko na doon gana na. Doon gana siyang church, doon gana siyang church. Sa nanguyab pa siya sa iyahang Christian nga gipanguyaban, faithful kay siya sa church. Faithful sa tanang Bible study, faithful sa tanang mga activities, apil ang camps, apil siya. Pagka na menu na sila, niundang na siya. Kaya di ay, ang rason niya, ang anong niyato siya simbahan, apil siya mga church camps, prayer meetings, and all of the church activities, is gapa-impress na siya sa iyang girlfriend. Okay, so he pretended to be a Christian. He acted like a Christian on the outside. But in reality, he was not a true believer. Lahi siyag motive. And there are those who are like that. There are those nga, you know, because it's our culture as Filipinos to be in church on Sunday. So they come to church because it's part of our culture. It's who we are as Filipinos. So more na sila sa church. But dili bitaw nga naog church because I love God. I want to know Him more. I, I, I'm in church because I have the passion to praise Him. I have the desire to praise Him, to give Him thanks. Kay na kay personal conviction nga angayan siyang simbahon madumingo. Naiuban nga maanig simbahan, balag siya rin Because it's their personal conviction. I want to be in church because that's what God wants me to do. And I want to please Him. I want to make Him, you know, happy. I want to glorify my God. Naashay appreciation. But a natural man, no. Wala gitsa ana. He cannot appreciate spiritual things. Number two, he cannot understand spiritual truths. Nor can he know them because they are spiritually discerned. In other words, spiritual things can only be discerned by the help of the Holy Spirit. And the natural man does not possess the Holy Spirit. The natural man's body has not yet become the temple, the dwelling place of the Spirit of God. Only the believers are indwelt by the Holy Spirit of God. That's why, you know, personally, sa akong testimony, before ko na save in 2002, I can open the Bible, of course, but when I try to read it and try to understand it, I cannot. I just cannot appreciate what the Bible is saying. But right after I got saved, a radical change took place. And ako mismo, I was amazed by that. Number one, I was amazed with the new desire I have for the Word of God. I thought, where did a desire? I mean, I cannot start the day without opening the Word of God and reading it. Now, I have to be honest, I did not understand everything I read. But this time, I am able to appreciate them. I'm able to appreciate what God is saying in His Word. And of course, because this is the living Word, he will, God will give you what you need. And I got what I needed when I was a young Christian. And for the past years, almost 
no, 20 years in the faith. When I read the word of God, naakay mga bago nga, mas lalong nga ma, ma, masabtan, makuha gikan sa pulong sa ginoo. Naakay desire, and na makasabot na ka sa imong gibasa. But the natural man, he has no ability to know or understand the things of the Spirit. Mura siya infant ba in the physical world, nga di siya ka-appreciate pa, di siya makasabot. Okay, wala siya abilidad para na. Same is true sa natural man. Brilliant man ka, have a great mind, he may be able to understand the words of the Bible in their grammatical sense, he may be able to understand the geography, the history, and the ethical teachings of the Bible, but he can never understand nor be able to communicate their spiritual content. Wala sila ability yan. Nga naman, ningon pang Bible, the spirit, uh, I mean, the things of the Spirit are spiritually discerned. You need the ability given to you by the Holy Spirit to understand and appreciate the spiritual content of the Bible. Wala siya ability to grasp the meaning of the biblical text, to catch what God is trying to communicate. As it has been said in the Bible, Jesus, these are men and women who may have ears, but they could not hear. They have eyes, but they could not see. Diba, nakadungog tayo, kapila na gisulti ni Jesus sa mga um, religious leaders. Kabalo sila sa pulong sa gino. Kabalo sila, master nilang Old Testament. But dili nila ma-appreciate. Dili nila makita kung unsag yun ang kahulugan sa gisulti sa mga propeta. Nga even though sa ilang atubangan na na ang fulfillment of the prophecies concerning the Messiah, standing right before them is Jesus Christ, the fulfillment of it all. They could not discern that because they are void of the Holy Spirit. They had ears but could not see. They had ears but could not hear. They had eyes but could not see it. They could not appreciate and understand spiritual things. If a person can sit week after week listening to God's Word being preached, and still it is a mystery to him, if a person cannot understand what the preacher is driving at, they're living on the natural level. Spiritual truth is spiritually discerned. And to understand spiritual truth, the natural man needs the Spirit. He needs to be saved. He needs to be born again. And if a person has no appetite for and no appreciation of spiritual things, if a person cannot apprehend, cannot understand spiritual truth, then they are living on a natural man level. What is needed for them is to be born again, to be saved, to be rightly related to Jesus Christ. Salvation brings an appreciation and an understanding of spiritual things. That's the natural man. Dili siya save, ang ibidin siya is dili siya maka-appreciate o dili siya makasabot sa mga spiritual things. Their foolishness to him and they could not understand it because to understand the things of the Spirit, you need the Holy Spirit's help. So kung wala kay Holy Spirit, sulo si mga galingon, dili ka Christian, dili ka save, you're living on a natural man level. For the sake sa ato ang akuan, di na to... So, Atong i-skip sa ang spiritual man, atong ipalas, we'll go to the carnal man next, which is in chapter 3, verse 1 to 4. Let me read the passage. So here's the carnal man, the description from the Word of God. Ningun si Paul, and I, brethren, 
could not speak to you as to spiritual people, but as to carnal, as to babies in Christ. I fed you with milk and not with solid food, for until now you were not able to receive it, or even now you are still not able, for you are still carnal. Kita nimo, gimo niyang synonymous ang word nga babes in Christ and ang word nga carnal. Okay? Insya nga, I could not feed you with solid food but with milk because you're still not able to receive it. You're still babes in Christ. You're still not able to receive the solid food from the Word of God because you are still carnal. Verse 3, For where there are envy and strife and divisions among you, are you not carnal and behaving like men? For when one says, I am of Paul, and another, I am of Apollos, are you not carnal? The second level is the carnal man level. And the word carnal simply means fleshly, quote-unquote. And this refers to one who lives his life on a purely human level. One who operates according to the flesh. One that lives his life for self rather than living for God. And he is one who lives his life for the purpose of, not, not for the purpose of pleasing God, but for his own. A carnal man is also someone who might be living to please the Lord, but he's doing it out of his own energy and out of his own Strength, not independence on the Holy Spirit. Let me clarify some thoughts here. Kaning carnal man, Christian is A carnal man is a believer. How do I know that? Because in verse 1, Paul addressed the carnal men and women in the church by, say, by calling them brethren. That means he acknowledged ni Paul that these are saved men and women. Luas ni sila. They are rightly related to Christ. That means these are men and women who have repented from their sins and who have made a decision nga musalig ni Cristo as their only Lord and Savior. By faith, they are rightly related to Christ, but they are not rightly related to the Holy Spirit who lives inside of them. In other words, Christians sila who are not walking by faith, who are not walking in dependence upon the Holy Spirit. These are Christians who are not filled and controlled and directed by the Holy Spirit. So mga believers And this is an important section for us this morning. Instead of living under the control of the Spirit, he lives under the control of the flesh, his own sinful habits. This passage gives us five characteristics of a carnal Christian. Makabalukang a carnal Christian is number one. Stagnant siya in growth. Wa good gatobo sa yung Christian faith, yung Christian walk. Walay growth, walay changes, walay transformation. Remaining to be a babe in Christ. Okay? They were still spiritual infants. Most of these Corinthians, kasagaran ani nila, they have been saved for at least five years. And yet, infant in the Christian faith. They were still struggling with the basics, the ABCs of the Christian life. For the carnal Christian, prayer, Bible study, church attendance, witnessing, these are done half-heartedly. Instead of encouraging others to pray, read their Bibles and serve the Lord, sila mo'y angay ni mong encourage Sige, ragyapon ni mong inon nga manimbata ha. Sige, ragyapon ni mong texan. Sige, ragyapon ni mong tawagan. 
Sige na po ni mo invite, apil tag prayer meeting, apil tag Bible study. Instead, untang dugay na mong kang Christian, five years na kang Christian, three years na kang Christian, one year na kang Christian, ikaw na untay ga-encourage sa mga tao nga mapil Bible study, ikaw na untay nagapang-invite yung mga church, ikaw pag-iapo ng siging hantod ka ron. Fifteen years na lang, sige na kagpong sa mga basics in the Christian life. You're still not being able to master the basics of the Christian life, the basic disciplines, the basic spiritual disciplines. That's an indication that you are a carnal believer. You're not growing as a Christian. You're stagnant in your growth. You're still being encouraged to do the right thing. That's a mark of carnality. So, kumusta man yung Christian life? Pila nakakatuig ng Christian? Okay? Sige na pang yung remindan ka nga ang service, alas 9, Domingo, Okay? Prayer meeting na to, alas 6, mo Wednesday, Bible study ta. Instead nga, ikaw na unta, angga pang encourage, ikaw na angga pang invite. Wala ka. Sa mga spiritual disciplines, you're still not there. You're still struggling to open your Bible. Okay? Some, nag-struggle kay, you're doing it in your own strength, man. Nakay desire, no question. Wala ko nag-question kung nakay desire o wala because if tinood ka nga believer, naagigana nga desire. Naago kay tinguha nga mo simba, nakay tinguha nga mo basag Bible, nakay tinguha nga mo ampo, nakay tinguha nga mang witness. No doubt about that. Real believers have the desire because you have the Holy Spirit inside of you. But to have the desire is quite different, okay? By actually really doing it in the power of the Holy Spirit. Layo ra na kayo pod. Okay, so um, don't come to me and say, well, Pastor, ganahan mang gitunta ko. Siyempre, ganahan gitunta ka. Kainama kay Holy Spirit. Kaya tinood magang Christian. Ang pangutana is, nabuhat ba ni mo? Hindi ka nabuhat ako ni for one year. Mga na niundang man ka. Gikapoy na ko. The fact na gikapoy ka because you're doing it in your own strength. If you try to do it in your own strength, if you try to live the Christian life in your own strength, you will get tired. Because that's not how God wants us to live. You'll understand later on, God wants us to live in dependence on the Holy Spirit. So, stagnant ka in growth. That's one characteristic of a carnal Christian. Number two, stubborn to the truth. Stubborn to the truth. Ingun si Paul, I fed you with milk and not with solid food for until now, you were not able to receive it. Dili ninyo dawaton ang pulong sa ginoo. Dili pa mo makadawat sa pulong sa ginoo. Sa parallel nga passage, these Corinthians did not receive spiritual truths because because they were stubborn to it. Okay? They were dull of hearing. And the word dull means slow or sluggish or numb. Sa ancient liter- literature daw, kining word nga dull characterized a mule. Kailan mong say mule? A mule, as you know it, okay, is a spring, an, an offspring of a horse and a donkey. And they are born neuter and they cannot reproduce. And the primary characteristic of a mule is stubbornness. In fact, kung walang tamog, Oxford American Dictionary, ang yang definition of a mule is, siya, that a mule is known for its stubbornness. Gahig salabutan. Okay? Sa ito panang inisariyan, gahig ulo. The reason why they could not receive spiritual truth is because they were mule-headed. 
They were stubborn to the truth. Stubbornness is a mark of carnality. And kailan mo tanin, kinsan ni mga stubborn nga mga Christians? Mo ni mga Christian nga kabalo na tanan. Di na nimo matudluan. Okay? Kung istorya kanila kabayeg mga spiritual truths, you cannot teach them. They will say I know I know that. I've heard that before. Okay? Ah, nakabalo naman ta ana. Okay? Nanamatay training ana sa una. Ay nakabay bustali na ko ana sa una. Di na nimo na sila matudluan. They know it all. They're stubborn to the truth. These are the, the Christians who, after preaching like this, will come up to the preachers. That was a good message. They needed that. Oh, preacher, so so happy you preached that message. I'm sure that guy needed to hear that. Okay? That's mark of carnality. So the message was not for him. The message for, was for them. No! The message is supposed to be for us, first of all. Okay? So, kanahan, bantayan natin na. So, kung carnal ka nga Christian, may ka good message. Okay? Waan ako, it was a good reminder. Although, sometimes we mean it. Sometimes, ang gimin po sa gasultiana is, wala kay lai ikawali. Pwede lai na po. Okay? Kikiburingan na sila sa truth. The carnal Christian is like a small boy who came home from church one Sunday and he said to his mother, Mother, I have decided to be a preacher when I grow up. That's fine, said the mother, but what made you decide to become a preacher? Well, said the boy, since I have to go to church on Sunday anyway, I think it will be more fun to stand up and yell than to sit down and listen. One attitude sa carnal nga Christian. Ako na lang, oy! Kaysa ako mo ituluan. Ako na lang Okay? Do you know what the problem is? That's because, unsa man yung problema sa mga stubborn to the truth, mga Christians, mga carnal Christians, ang problema yun, oftentimes, is because they do not want to do what the Bible says. They do not want to obey what the Bible says. They're not willing to make the necessary changes sa ilang lifestyle so that their lifestyle is aligned to the Word of God. Aligned to the ways of God. Aligned and consistent to the will of God. That's the problem of carnal Christians. Number three, not only uh, stagnant in growth and stubborn to the truth, they are sinful in their habit. Ningun pa sa verse three, first part, where there is envy and strife and divisions among you, are you not carnal? A carnal Christian is one who cannot get victory over sin. The sins he struggled with before he met Christ are still the sins he struggles with today. Are you still carnal? In other words, you are still struggling with the same old sins. After all these years, you cannot have victory. You're still dealing with envy and you're still dealing with strife and divisions. Five years later, these Corinthian believers were still dealing with the same problems. When pride and envy dominate your life, you cannot shake the bitterness, you cannot get victory over that temper, it indicates that your life is dominated by the flesh. You're living a carnal life. If you're still dealing with the sins of yesterday, today, then you're living in the flesh and not in the spirit. Because a carnal life is a life of defeat. It's a life of struggle. It's a life of little or no 
victory. That's a carnal life. He's still struggling with patience. Still struggling with the old sins of life. So sinful kay kag habit na habitual na ang imong pagpakasala. Some people they struggle with lying. It's just a habit for them to exaggerate stories, to make up stories, to come up with, you know, um, untruthful excuses in the workplace. Why were you late? Ah, traffic. Okay? Pasangila lang traffic. Ngawa mo kayo traffic. Si traffic anang kadlaon. Okay? Sinful naman. Habit naman siya. Number four. Worldly in your ways. Tanawaran yung description ni Paul. Ingat siya nga. For you are still carnal. For there are envy, strife, divisions among you. Are you not carnal and behaving like mere men? The word, uh, ang gi, pasabot ni Paul, you're behaving like an unsaved person. An unsaved person who was embraced and is dominated by the ways of the world, the priorities of the world, the perspective of the world, the value system of the world. We call that the worldly value system. Mayin ka nga, worldly value system, it's a value system that's, you know, operate, being, being used by the world, that's being empowered by the devil, which is opposed to God's ways and God's will. That's worldliness, by the way. I'm not saying, uh, you know, when you wear this clothes, I'm not talking about that. I'm not talking about the external. I'm talking about an attitude, a mindset, a way of thinking that influences the way you do things. When a Christian lives like an unsaved man, when he has the same desires like an unsaved man, when he uses the same standards as the unsaved man, when he can enjoy the same sinful things as the unsaved man, that Christian is carnal. When a Christian can sit and watch and listen to the things they know God hates, such as nudity, vulgarity, God's name taken in vain, illicit sexual sins in a movie, that's carnality. Much less, ginapromote pag yun, ginashare, tanaw mo ane, tanaw mo ane nga movie. When you know nga, God's name is taking in vain. When you know that there are, you know, illicit sexual sins in that movie. When you know that there's nudity and vulgarity in that movie. As if wala lang, well, it's just entertainment. Well, entertainment is part of your lifestyle, right? part of your life. And God demands that your life, your whole life, is under His Lordship, under His authority. That, whether therefore you eat, or you drink, or whatsoever you do, you should give glory to Him. Give glory to God. So a simple question, when you watch that movie, is God glorified? Is God honored in that noontime show? Ask yourself that question. When our lives reflect the lives of the unsaved, whether it's an attitude, an action, appearance, or even in our entertainment, then we are 
carnal. We are carnal. And that's not God's will for us. Okay. Is God glorified in that song that you're singing? Ask yourself that question. Okay. Number five. Gawas nga sinful in habit, I mean, stagnant in growth, stubborn to the truth, sinful in habit, worldly in your ways. Number five, you are divisive in your attitude or outlook in life. I am of Paul. Others say, well, I am of Apollos. Are you not carnal by behaving that way? We are all Christians. We belong to Christ. We are one family. Why are you dividing up yourself? When men would rather follow men, Rather than follow God. Whenever people follow a movement or, or a personality. Rather than follow God and His revealed word. When man's loyalty is to a man above and beyond the truth. Then he is carnal. He's living in the flesh. He's not, being, he's not living under the authority of the Holy Spirit. And under the authority of the word of God. And if Christian ka and Imu is characterized by spiritual stagnation with little or no growth, no progress, if you are stubborn to the truth, if you cannot find victory over sin, if you find enjoyment in the things that God hates, if you're more loyal to a man than to, or to a movement rather than to God, then you are living a carnal life. You are living a life on the lowest Christian level, the carnal level. And the answer to the carnal life is spirit-filled life. The spiritual level. And really, this is going to be very quick. Okay, kung tanawin mo ang passage chapter 3, verse 1 to 4, and chapter 2, verse 15 to 16, is just the opposite. It's just the opposite. Okay? Kung imong i-differentiate ang carnal man, carnal man ha, akong, akong i-clarify. Natural man, balik ta. Natural man is unsaved. So wala siya appreciation sa spiritual things. Wala siya ability to understand spiritual things. Okay? Wala siya Holy Spirit nga nagpuyo siyang kaugalingon. And spiritual things are spiritually discerned. Now, what is a carnal man? A believer ni siya who is living like an unsaved man. A believer who is living like a natural man. Okay? Stagnant in growth, stubborn to the truth, okay? worldly in his ways, sinful in his habit, divisive ang iyahang attitude. What about the spiritual man? Chapter 2, verse 15 and 16. But he who is spiritual judges all things, yet he himself is rightly judged by no one. For who has known the mind of the Lord that he may instruct him? But we have the mind of Christ. The spiritual man is the exact opposite of the carnal man. He is all that the carnal man is not. The spiritual man is, is not only rightly related to Christ, he's also rightly related to the indwelling Holy Spirit. He is a spirit-controlled, spirit-directed, spirit-led man. He's one who lives his life for the purpose of pleasing God rather than self. And he does it under the power of the Holy Spirit. Tanawa ninyo. Kabalo mo, kung ikaw living, sa Christian who is living in a spiritual level, you will be growing consistently. You'll be growing consistently. There is an ongoing sanctification sa mga kinabuhi. Kanang sanctification is just the process that a believer will go through. It's a work of the Holy Spirit in your life where you are being transformed to become more and more like Christ. 2 Corinthians 3.18 
if we continually behold the glory of the Lord, the Spirit of God will transform us from one level to the next and that we will become more and more like the Lord Jesus Christ. He has left behind the ABCs of the Christian life and is moving on to maturity. His life is radiating those Christian graces in Galatians 5, 22-23. The fruit of the Spirit. Okay? Love, joy, peace, patience, gentleness, kindness, temperance, self-control. The fruit of the Spirit marks His daily walk. You're growing. You're not perfect. There are still some areas of weakness, some areas where you need growing, but you are growing. You're constantly and consistently being transformed by God to become more and more like Christ in your attitude and in your conduct. That's the opposite to the carnal man. He's stagnant in growth. growth. Number two, submissive to the truth. Kung ang carnal man, stubborn to the truth, the spiritual man is submissive to the truth. Kung unsiyang nadunggan, they needed that. I needed that. Thank you, Lord, for convicting me. Thank you, Lord, for rebuking me. Thank you, Lord, for exposing this area of my life wherein I'm still weak. Lord, I still need to grow in this area of my life. Thank you that your word is true and alive. And that, Lord, you are convicting me and showing me. Unsay kulang sa ako ang akinabuhi. He is surrendered to God. He wants God's will and God's ways. And because of it, he will receive God's blessing. That's a spiritual man. When you hear the truth, you receive it. And you allow it to do its work in you. You allow God to take his truth and change you to become the man and the woman that God wants you to be. Number three, victorious over sin. If a carnal man is defeated, the spiritual man gets victory. I'm not saying you don't sin anymore. But when you sin, you don't allow sin to keep you there. You get up in repentance and confess it, expose it, and ask God's forgiveness. And you stand up and continue on the race of faith. Money spiritual man. We're not talking about being perfect. We're not talking about a sinless man. Okay? But you sin less and less by the power of the Holy Spirit. The carnal man lives a life of defeat, but the spiritual man lives a life of victory. He lives out Romans chapter 6, being dead to sin and alive to God. When tempted, he takes the way of escape. Nagi promise of 1 Corinthians 10.13. The spiritual man by the Spirit puts to death the deeds of the body or of the flesh. He finds victory not only over the outward action of sin, but over the inward attitude of sin. So that when you are tempted to get impatient with your child, or you don't only get victory over the outward manifestation of anger, Inwardly, wagyu ganasoko. And you realize nga, my three year old boy will act like a three year old boy. You cannot expect a five year old girl to act like a 21 year old woman. 
We cannot expect our kids to be so neat and tidy sa dining table like you are. But sometimes we get impatient with these things, right? So if you're tempted again, you know, you, you cry out to God, kay kung mo real temptation, you cry to God, says, Lord, I need your grace right now to have victory over this temptation that I may not sin. God will give you that grace that you ask for. And you will find yourself victorious, not only over the act of sin, but over the inward attitude of sin. Let me illustrate that. As a young 16-year-old girl coming to a meeting, ang, tap, ang topic sa iyang yatinan nga fellowship was victory in Christ. And the young girl lived with a, grabe kayong uh, auntie niya, kusog kayong mga saba. She was constantly being scolded. And the girl often tried her aunt's patience by coming home late from school. And when scolded for it, she always answered back. And when she went from the meeting determined to live victoriously, she told her aunt nga, Auntie, maapil ko aning fellowship kay ganahan kong magka-okay na tangduha. Nandili na ko mutubag ni mo. Ang iyang auntie, skeptical kaayo, but she would believe in victory only when she saw it. Ingin siya nga, oh, sige, apel nito. Ang tanaw na ito kung tinood ba ng victory in Christ. Kung mag- di naging kamutubag na ako, mutuo naging kuha na. So a few days later, the young girl was home late again and the aunt took it as an opportunity to taunt her saying, so is this victory? But not a word escapes the girl's mouth. And a few days later, she wrote a letter to the speaker of the conference saying, see, Ruth Paxson, who is a good spirit-filled life teacher in the past, Miss Paxson, now I know the meaning of real victory. For when my aunt scolded me, I not only did not answer back, but I did not want to. And we hope that the story ended nga, dilit na po siya tigdugay pa Sa ilahang balay. Okay? So, victorious over sin. Number four, separate in his ways. If the carnal man is worldly in his ways, the spiritual man is separate. In other words, you live a holy life. The spiritual man is separated unto God and separated from the world like a value system. If you're living a spiritual life, a spiritual man level, like a value system from the world. The world values on someone. Self-pride. Okay? Values self. Self-centered ang, ang worldly system. So, ikaw? No. Ang imong goal is, ang ginoo mo mapasidunggan. Ang iyong pulong mo'y masunod. Kabalo ka, ang spiritual man, si Jesus Christ para niya is intensely real and he considers, loves, serves, adores, and worships the Lord Jesus Christ. And the only reason the spiritual man is separate in his way instead of the secular in his ways, the only reason he loves Christ over the world is because of his yielding unreservedly to the influence and the operation of the Holy Spirit through whom he has been enabled to seek, to receive, to love, and to know the Lord Jesus Christ. So our passion here for Christ made all the difference. Lastly, biblical ang yang outlook, scriptural ang yang outlook. The, the, the carnal man is sectarian and divisive. The spiritual man is scriptural and biblical. The spiritual man sees things through the looking glass of God's word. He sees things from a scriptural point of view. 
Kanigyo'y last say para sa iya. So, asa makarapitan eh. Where are you living on today? Are you living as a natural man? If you find yourself nga nakakuana, I cannot appreciate spiritual things, I cannot understand spiritual things, the answer is for you to be saved. Repent from your sin, na, and then trust Jesus Christ as your Savior today. That's what you need. If nakadini, sige na kang gasimba, sige na kang kapil Bible study, pero honestly, if you're going to be honest with yourself, di bitaw jug kang makasabot, di kang maka-appreciate of spiritual things, then maybe you're living in a natural man level. And what you need, what you need the most today is for you to be saved. Maluwas ka. Una sa tanan, maluwas ka. Nanakay right relationship with God through Jesus Christ. By trusting in Him as your Lord and Savior. That's what you need. Or maybe you're here today and you realize, I'm living as a carnal Christian. Wako ka grow. Okay? Stubborn ko to the truth. Di nako madawat. I'm not willing to change. Okay? I'm very, you know, um, frustrated Kay, I'm always living in defeat. Kung na'y temptation, mahulog ko da yun. Dali kay kung mahulog sa pagpakasala. Maybe divisive kay ka sa imuhang kuan. You know, you cannot overcome gossip. You cannot overcome backbiting. You cannot overcome lying. Okay, whatever it is. What you need is for you to surrender to the control of the Holy Spirit. If you are a true believer, you are indwelt by the Holy Spirit of God. And the reason why He is in you is so that He can empower you. He can enable you to live the biblical Christian life. You see, God never demands us to live in such a way without providing us the ability to do it. That's how good and gracious our God is. God has set His standards. But He did not only give us the standards for the Christian life. He also gave us the Spirit so that we can live according to that standard. Because God knows we cannot live according to His standards in our own strength. And God is not so cruel to demand that from us. So He gave us the Spirit of God and He gave us the Word of God so that we can live on the spiritual man level, which is God's will for all of us. God is so good. Kaya naay pulong sa gino, naay espiritu nga nagpuyo sa tuwa. All you need to do is, today, come to the Lord and make a, make a commitment. Lord, I want to live on that spiritual level. Help me. Help me to learn to walk with you. To walk in dependence upon you. Each moment of each day. Okay? Muna imong iampo dapat sa gino. And God promised to come and give you His all-sufficient grace. And He will enable us by the power of the Holy Spirit. So, live on the spiritual level by trusting the Holy Spirit to enable you. Right? Live on the spiritual level by trusting the Holy Spirit to enable you. Because in your own strength, in my own strength, it's impossible. Okay? We cannot. But He can in and through us. Yes? May we start our year with that.
desire sa ato ang uh, kasing-kasing. Nga ito yung pasidunggan atong ginoo. 